This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. All right, so let's look at the slate and see if we can find any money to be made in Major League Baseball. Let's start with the Rays, the team that has all the colors and their, you know, elbow protectors and stuff. Uh, They're facing off with the Mariners today. Seattle short favorites, minus 135. Tampa Bay, plus 110. Total of seven and a half. Luis Castillo gets the ball for Seattle. He's 11 and seven with a 319 ERA. And he's facing Zach Littell, who's three and four with a 420 ERA. Usually when Luis Castillo's on the mound, I generally lean in the direction of the Mariners, Mm -hmm. but his numbers aren't nearly as good on the road. But also, uh, the Mariners are making a very long trip. Do you think about those type of things when you are playing games like this? Like Seattle to Tampa Bay is not a short trip. Do you think this matters at all? Yeah, I think it does. Travel starts to wear on you, especially, I think, later on in the season when you've been doing it all year long. You ever traveled mm-hmm. a lot. You know how it is, right? And yeah. you know how to be a baseball player. You can travel over a span of three or four weeks, and you're like, I'm just tired of being on the road. I'm home for a little while. I'm on the road. I'm ready to go home for a while. So, yeah, I think it does wear on you. I, I like the over here, Chelsea, a lot. I think that's this might be one of my two plays today. I don't know if I'm going to go one or two plays today because I'm 3-0 this week. You know how I feel. I like to go into the weekend as a winner. But I think the total is too low. Set it seven and hook, juice to the over. You mentioned Castillo on the road, 3.99 ERA. But what I think makes him vulnerable here is the Rays are so effective against right-handers, sixth overall in Major League Baseball. And Zach Vettel, just not a guy you can trust right now. He's given up 12 runs in his last 16 innings. Got shelled by the Guardians last time out. And Seattle, if you look at their splits, they are a much, much better hitting team on the road. I'm going over seven and a hook here. Also, Luis Castillo struggled mightily against the Rays earlier this season. It was back in July, but gave up four earned runs. It was six runs, but only four of them earned in six innings of work. So I wouldn't say that that was a stellar start. And also, he had the luxury of playing that one in Seattle, which is a pitcher-friendly park. Not exactly the same deal when you're playing in Tampa Bay. So I do like that look quite a bit. And I think that my alarm in my head went off as soon as I saw that the Mariners were very short favorites because Luis Castillo Mm -hmm. won of the races. uh, It made me scratch my head a bit, but there are reasons behind it because Luis Castillo has struggled on the road. Uh, Let's go to Miami. Miami and L.A. facing off. We have the Dodgers minus 125, Marlins plus 105, and total is eight and a half. Ryan Pipiot, uh, Pepiot going for the Dodgers. He's one and zero with a one two nine ERA. Facing off with Braxton Garrett, who's eight and five with a three eight six ERA. And it's been the Marlins who have been beating up on the Dodgers. I'm not gonna lie, I did not see that coming. But do you think the Dodgers finally right the ship with a win here? Hmm. Yeah, I think so. I'm gonna go to the old tried and true. Dodgers first five money line minus 130. Now, Pepio is due for some regression at some point. Maybe today is the day, but we haven't seen it yet. He was a middle reliever for the first two games of the Dodgers. Got his first start against the Diamondbacks last week. Pitched five innings to shut out baseball. Braxton Garrett met the Dodgers back on August 19th. Gave up three runs in six innings, so not a bad start at all. It's a quality start, but he's not nearly as good in Miami, where his ERA sits at almost five. Dodgers also a top three team in baseball in the first five. I think that's a play for me. Dodgers first five money line, minus 130. 
Ooh, I like it. I'm wondering when their bats finally wake up. Because yeah. in the past couple of games, the Marlins have really shut them down. Dodgers only scoring four last night and three the night before. And against that, against the Braves in that series, the Dodgers could barely score three runs or fewer in three of those four games. So eventually the Dodgers bats are going to wake up. I yep. think it's just a matter of time. I think that time is probably tonight. So that or a Dodgers team total, uh, it's probably five and a half, which makes me a little nervous. But still, I think the time's coming for the Dodgers offense to wake back up. Uh, let's go to Chicago, where the Red Hot Cubs are hosting the Diamondbacks. We have Arizona plus 155, Chicago minus 190, total of eight and a half. Ryan Nelson gets the ball for the D-backs. He's six and seven with a 5-4-7 ERA, and he's facing Javier Assad of the Cubbies, who's three and two with a two six nine ERA. Jenks, I like the Cubs, but at minus one ninety, you might have to get a little creative. Are you on the same side as me, or is there another way to play this? Nope. Samesies. Samesies, Chelsea. I'm gonna go Cubs first five run line. I'm such a first five guy, but you know what? It works for me. Ryan Nelson is such a bizarre pitcher to look at when you look at his splits. Mm -hmm. At home, his ERA, and I understand this game is on the road, but at home, his ERA is 8.59. On the road, it's 3.30. That said, he has made two outings this month, one at home, one on the road. In both appearances, he gave up six runs in three innings. Cubs in their superior split. They like hitting right-handed pitchers. Javier Assad has been a revelation since becoming a starter. Hasn't given up more than two runs in any of his last five starts. Let's go Cubs First five run line at Wrigley, minus 125, and Cubs been hitting the ball. Oh, yeah. Cubs offense has been ignited mm -hmm. in that series against the Giants. Back-to-back -back games with at least eight runs. They've scored at least eight in three of their last four uh, with double-digit totals uh, in two of their, their last four games. Scored 15 against the Reds, which... They had a bunch of guys coming up from double A, so maybe you throw that one out. But also mm -hmm. scored 11 back on Tuesday against the Giants. So either Cubs team total or Cubs on the run line in some regard would be my play as well. And then finally, we got to get to this one because this is right. one that is a candidate for making the card for me, even on NFL Thursday. Cardinals Braves, St. Louis plus 230, Atlanta minus 300 oh uh, and a total of 10 and a half runs. But Adam Wainwright is pitching and my, oh my, has it been a terrible season for Adam Wainwright. Now he gets to face probably the best offense in all of baseball. He is opposing Max Fried, who's six and one with a two, five, two ERA. Uh, Jenks, I was looking at the earned runs prop for Adam Wainwright. Mm -hmm. think I'll be hitting the over three and a half for minus 115. This is a full run then uh, the normal standard line that's set for pitchers usually earned runs are set at two and a half. It's a full run higher, but still, I think the Braves get a hold of Adam Wainwright here. I am deciding how much juice I want to lay. The run line is two and a half. Braves run line minus one and a half is minus 155. So it's sort of right there. But man, Adam Wainwright, ERA of 8.67 away from Bush Stadium. You know what opponents are batting against him? 356. Opponents are batting 356 against Adam Wainwright. And he's taking on the best hitting team in baseball. Max Fried is a witch on the road, not as great at home, but still one-on-one, 3.70 ERA and four starts. And here's the thing I love. Adam Wainwright has lost 10 games this season. Every single loss has been by at least two runs. Every single one. I got to play it. Raise run line. Minus one and a half, minus 155. When he loses, he loses.
Yeah, that feels like the right play. Also, the Braves got to get it back on the right side here. Got whooped up by the Cardinals last night. So it is time for the Braves to get on the right side of uh, things. I hear you say the term, this guy's a witch. And I don't, had never heard that term before. I was like, is he yeah. trying to like say the PG version of something else? No. But then I heard it in the Johnny Manziel documentary. Is this a Texas thing? Maybe it is. I don't know. I've just heard that before. If you're a witch, you're just, you're beyond great. You're in a special category where you're just a witch. You do things you shouldn't be able to do. Yeah, they were using it to describe yeah. Johnny Manziel when he was in college, and he absolutely was a witch, a wizard, whatever you want to call him. <laughs> he was amazing, and that was a good documentary. For more, listen to The Daily Tip, presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BeckQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.